Welcome back, everyone. Happy Halloween. Halloween is Tuesday, I know, but uh, last weekend before Halloween. So uh, we are here at J. Tom Lawler Rink, where the score at the end of one is Merrimack 2 and UMass 2. I'm Mike Macknick with John Leahy. And joining us here in the first intermission, Aaron Titka, Merrimack senior defenseman from Charlestown, Mass. And, well, Aaron, that first period, I thought, especially the first ten minutes, boy, the energy you guys came out with, it's, uh, it almost seemed like a totally different game from last night. Yeah, it was uh, definitely different. You know, playing in our home rink, it uh, brings a lot of energy to the team. Um, you can see that UMass doesn't have as much time as they would at their own rink, so they're kind of getting a little clustered in the middle, and we're just taking advantage of those opportunities. What was the message after last night's game? Uh, coach basically said, hey, look, we're on a business trip. This is all about business. He's like, I don't care how we started. You know, he's very optimistic about the guys in that locker room day in and day out. It's not a talent issue. It's just an execution issue. So right now I think we're executing pretty well. You know, I, I seem to remember, you know, beginning of last year was kind of like this to a certain extent, right? Wasn't it? I mean, you'd, you'd kind of look around and say, well, you know, not playing bad, but, you know, things were, just weren't going your way. And all of a sudden something clicked at one point and suddenly you go from this level up to that level. You know, what, what is it that causes that change? And, and, you know, what is the difference? Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's an exact science. It's I think it's guys just finding chemistry with other guys, guys clicking, guys almost committing to the systems that we have put in place to win games. I mean, it's been proven to win games, you know, when you sweep a number one team in the country last year in BU. I mean, we just stuck to our systems and it showed. So I think it's just the trust in the systems and trust in the guy next to you. Uh, Craig Pantano gets a chance to start in goal tonight uh, tonight for you guys, the junior making his first collegiate start. Uh, i got to imagine the guys in the locker room are pretty excited for his opportunity. No, you know what? That guy's earned it. He's definitely earned that. Um, it's his third year. He's been sitting on that bench waiting for his opportunity, and it's about time he gets it. Uh, he's, he's playing great, too. You know, that first goal, that's tough. The second goal, four and three, there's not much you can do there. Um, but, no, you know what? All the guys love him. And he, every single day he's the same person, whether it's practice or a game. He always, always has a smile on his face, and he's one of the uh, favorite guys in the locker room, so I'm happy to see him out there. The question I had is the, the fan club, the Pantano fan club. Are they, do they know about that? I mean, are they following this from out in Wisconsin? Yeah, that was that was actually bizarre. I think it all started because of his uh, mustache there, uh, the handlebar mustache he had. But you know what? He eats it up. You know, he follows them. He'll talk to them uh, through social media. You know, just give them a little time of day. You know, but he loves it. He loves that type of stuff. You know, I should say for the folks listening who don't, don't know, that started last year out in Wisconsin, right? For whatever reason, there were these guys that were, were I don't know, sitting near the bench, I think, out in Wisconsin, and they saw him, and uh, for whatever reason, they took to him, started a Twitter account, the Pentano Fan Club, and they've been following him ever since. Yeah, it was, uh, they were right. Yeah, it was a couple of kids that were sitting right next to him, and obviously Wisconsin has a great following out there, some very passionate fans. So uh, I think the, the hashtag was Free the Beard, I think because he, he had his mask on, obviously, on the bench watching the game. So, uh, you know, we got a little joke out of that, a little chuckle. So. Aaron, what do you think of the road schedule this year? You have two out in Duluth. You have Denver and Colorado College. They say non-league play gets you ready for league play. I can't think of a better way to uh, go out on the road and play teams like that. Man, I, I think Coach Jenny said it earlier in the season. I think we have the hardest schedule, it seems, in college hockey. You know, we're playing the defending champs, the runner-ups. You know, we're going to these places where it's, it's a big arena, it's a big barn. It's places that Merrimack hasn't played for in a while, as in UMD, you know, in Denver and Colorado and stuff like that. So it's a good experience for us. It's a good experience for the guys. And you know what? It's not a great start, but, you know, we're competing. We're competing with those teams, so it's nice to see. What was your takeaway from the weekend out at Duluth last week? I thought that, uh, you know, obviously you got some the offense going to a certain extent, the power play was going there. Uh, I mean, really, if you get to, you, you follow the weekend from the beginning right through 
to about the 10 minute mark or so of that third period and it's a 3-2 game I mean you're kind of toe-to-toe with them at that point you know I don't know if you ran out of gas or whatever it was but to that point you know basically 110 out of 120 minutes of the weekend were, were pretty even yeah it was you know when the team puts up five goals I mean that's a lot for us we put up five goals that's we should be one of those type of games and then for that second game I don't think anybody knows what happened I don't think it was around a gas issue because there was a lot of energy in that arena the guys had a lot of energy you know we both played two games that weekend it wasn't just one team playing two games so you know what it's not an exact science but sometimes you know what the bounces just don't go your way do you like playing in those rinks where uh, you know like I said you're playing some of the top teams in the country they have a pretty good following five six thousand fans whatever it is it happens when you guys go to BU and so on I mean I gotta think you guys even if it's on the on the road against a hostile fan base you you like that kind of energy yeah what an experience I mean I'm 24 going on 25 and you know I, I still can't get something better than that the adrenaline you get is awesome and the guys love it they eat it up and to be doing this playing a game and getting like five to ten thousand people cheering your name it's, it's pretty cool you know speaking of you said 24 they were a senior unbelievable it seemed like just last year you know talking with us you were a freshman and uh, yeah. freshman here at Merrimack and yeah. uh, can, you, can you put into words how quickly the time has gone by for you it's kind of cliche uh, my freshman year the seniors said it and then my sophomore year the seniors would say it last year the seniors say it it goes by quick you know they say don't blink because it goes by fast you know what every season gets quicker every season gets faster because it's almost you get in the routine it sounds like you're used to it it's not new for you so you, you always hear the win games it's not more of a dream it's more of a you're here so how can we win some hockey games and you know what this year is already flying by I can't believe we're already over a month in so it's pretty crazy yeah you know I, we may not get a chance to talk to you again here between periods so I'll ask you even though it's uh, there's most of the season rest to go but you know how, how do you look back on your your time here and, and what do you think you'll remember the most I think just the relationships and the friendships I've made. Um, the experiences, like you said, going to those hostile arenas, those are something I tell my little brother about, you know, something for him to push towards, something I tell my kids about. It's, it's something that I'm glad I came here, and it's, it's been a great opportunity for me, and I wouldn't change it for the world. Uh, I'm going to ask you what I asked Ryan Cook last night. Halloween's coming up. Do you have a costume picked out? What are you going to be for Halloween? Um, still to be determined, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to go with uh, It the Clown. So <laughs> I, I, I got some face paint, uh, so we'll have to see how that turns out. But I'm going to have to shave the beard. I don't know if I can do that. Oh, that's true, especially with November coming up, right? Yeah, right, right, right. All right, second period coming up here. Two to two game. You guys own the first half of the of the period. They had the better of the second half. Uh, what do you see here in the second? And and what do you think they're talking about down in the lock? I think I uh, heard coach say just stick to our game. You know, if we put together periods like that, we're going to have a lot more chances, especially on the power play. Our power play is clicking right now, and just chances in general. You know, we have guys finally finding the back of the net. You know, so it's getting the monkey off the back, not gripping the stick too tight. And you know what? Just trusting our systems. Aaron, thanks as always. We appreciate it. Uh, good luck the rest of the way, and hopefully we get a chance to talk to you soon. Uh, but it'll be after the game is worth the game. So thanks again. Yeah, thanks, Mike. All right, Aaron Titcomb from Charleston, Mass. has been our guest here in the first intermission. Our score is UMass 2 and Merrimack 2. You're listening to live coverage of Merrimack Hockey right here on the Merrimack Sports Network. We're back with more after this. This is Warrior Hockey.